This segment brought to you by Heartland Niagara Animal Hospital. Dog Talk with Dave McMahon on News Talk 610 CKTB. Welcome to Dog Talk, everyone. How's it going tonight? I'm Dave McMahon, the owner of Dave McMahon Dog Training Academy in Niagara Falls, Ontario, Canada. Glad you could be with me once again on this edition of Dog Talk, the only radio talk show in Canada that is 100% dedicated to dogs and to the people that own them. And yes, that's a fact. Coming up on today's show, we're going to have a blast as we always do. Dr. Clayton Greenway will be with us shortly. He's a veterinarian. He is the host of Animal House, which is a radio talk show on our sister station, News Talk 1010. Also, professional dog trainer Nikki Fowler will join us. She owns dogs. Yeah, she owns dogs, but she also owns the company dogs, Dog Obedience and Guidance School. That's what dog stands for. She's going to talk about her brand new Massive, exciting facility that she has opened in Niagara-on-the-Lake area. Uh, Virgil area, Niagara-on-the-Lake area. So that'll be a lot of fun. Without delay, please say hello to Dr. Clayton Greenway. Are you there, Doc? I'm here. How are you? I'm doing good, Clayton. How are things going with you? Oh, they're fantastic. Oh, that's fantastic. Well, I'm finally glad that uh, you're able to join me on Dog Talk. As I indicated to the listeners, you host the Animal House uh, uh, talk show all about animals on News Talk 1010. How long have you been hosting Animal Talk? How long has it been? It's been a hell of a long time. Uh, it's uh, been eight years since April. Yeah. Yeah, I know it's been quite a while. And you yeah. have a huge following. And I love the advice that you dish out to callers. It's always very informative and very direct. And, uh, and that's what I like. <laughs> yeah, I have a lot of fun with it. I, uh, You know what? I have never been a big fan of the title doctor. So uh, what I enjoy to do uh, doing on the show is, is really just being myself and really trying to help people. I really think that vets, uh, you know, they think they treat animals, but actually we treat people first uh, before that. And that's what I try to do. Yeah. And you and I certainly do that. I do that in a dog training capacity. You do that in a medical capacity where you're dealing with the owners in all situations can you let our listeners know when they can catch your show? Yeah, so it's Animal House. It's 10 a.m. Saturday mornings on News Talk 1010 out of Toronto. Yeah, and your show is, it's also a live Facebook watch, much like, you know, much like my awesome show is. Um, it actually isn't. Or is it a podcast? Uh, no, no, it's, it's live uh, on the air, just on radio. Um, you know what? I, I love coming on because I like experiencing this. I like being on video, and uh, I think uh, I've got to talk to my guys about doing the same thing you do, Dave. Yeah, yeah, you've got to do that. You've got to have us a live Facebook watch. I'm telling you, it's really, it's really a great way to get the word out, especially with yourself, because you've got so much advice to offer your listeners and your followers. Listen, I wanted to start with the best age to spay or neuter a dog. This is so subjective, honest to God. Sure. Listen, but this is your opinion. And, you know, 
people, you get a hundred people ask their vet, well, when should I spay or neuter this dog? And they're going to get all these different answers. You know, some vets want to do it four months and some tell people to wait depending on the breed, you know, until the dog is, you know, a year old. So what, what do you say to Mary if she says, you know, I have a, a male Bichon Frise, when should I get him neutered? Yeah, you're jumping right into it because one of the oh. things that I try to do is, is try to make my answer short. But, geez, I can talk about this the whole show. Um, the most important thing I say to start with is if somebody tells you what to do, uh, don't do that. Uh, they have to give you a reason. And we have to remember that this is your dog. So uh, you have to be comfortable with what you want to do. So you want to know the reasons why someone would say later or earlier. Probably the most common thing uh, right off the bat, uh, medically speaking, is if you're talking about, say, spaying, uh, you know, they say if you spay after each heat, um, you know, the the um, chance of getting mammary carcinoma later in that uh, dog uh, jumps really from about 0.01% to about 8%. Uh, it's a very common study. So there's a medical reason to do it before heats. As far as neutering dogs is concerned, um, you know what? There is a study that uh, typically vets usually say six months. Um, yeah. You know, there's talk about, you know, if the testosterone is there and it's creating behaviors, you could consider doing it around then or earlier. But of course, Dave, you would know there's ways to uh, train out those uh, uh, behaviors or prevent them uh, unrelated to neutering. But the other thing is, is uh, there was a study that looked at cruciate ruptures. Uh, that's the ligament in the knee, very common injury in dogs, uh, that if you wait longer, uh, there is a chance that 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 risk of a cruciate rupture goes down. Now, I read that study and I don't uh, particularly think there's enough meat behind it. Uh, you really have to look, uh, read between the lines. So a lot of, a lot of vets are now saying 12 months because of that study. Um, so what I do is I share the information with, uh, with people, information that is not just my opinion, but what's out there uh, in the studies, the risk issues and things like that. And I have people decide for themselves and then I match their philosophy of what they would like to do with their pet. You know, some vets have spayed and neutered dogs as young as 12 weeks old. Yeah, I, I do see that uh, very, very early spaying and neutering sometimes occurs with breeders who want to insure their line. They don't want to sell an animal and then they've, you know, they've bred this line for a while. They don't want to give it away for somebody else to try to do. Um, you know, I've, I haven't known a lot of vets to, to neuter or spay that earlier, but I wouldn't be surprised to hear it. There's all sorts of people doing all sorts of stuff. What's most important is you listen to someone who gives you the background information and lets you decide what you want for your dog. And I, I really don't think that should be making the decisions for people. I think people should make the decisions for their pet and yeah. really use us as an information source. Yeah. Now, is it fair to say that generally speaking, it is most typical or common to have a dog spayed at uh, six months, spayed or neutered at six months. Would you say that's the most typical or most common? Yeah, I'd say it's the most common. I think there's a lot of people who just, you know, want to be told when to do it. They're not as concerned with the different features of early or late spaying or neutering. And they're just told it's sort of a common age. And that would probably be the most common advice that's out there. Now, a lot of vets are offering the microscopic spay. Is this something that has advantages? Yeah, the microscopic spay is probably on the chihuahuas. No, it's a, a <laughs> laparoscopic. 
the laparoscopic spay. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> laparoscopic spay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, you know, uh, I did have a buddy who got a vasectomy and said it's a minor procedure. I said anything at surgery <laughs> on that guy is minor. But the thing is, so it's not, it's laparoscopic. So what that is, yes. is where you, you go in there with uh, little cameras through tiny little holes uh, in the abdomen instead of making a full incision. And you can perform this bay. There's actually a gentleman that I had on the show who really started doing it for the first time in Toronto. Um, and you'll only find a couple, uh, a couple clinics that have the capability and training to do this. And they do say that the recovery is, is much quicker. Uh, the last thing is, and I don't know if this is too much detail, but um, they don't take out the uterus. So there is a very, very minor chance of uh, an infection in the uterus later in life. But without the ovaries in there, it really doesn't create that problem. We're talking like one in a thousand, maybe or less. Yeah, there's a vet in Niagara Falls, uh, Dr. Todd Morgan, and uh, he does the uh, laparoscopic space. So, oh, terrific! I know there's a lot of clients of mine uh, leaning toward that. I just want to know about the advantages. Yeah. And uh... well, you know what? The one thing I would say about that is, regardless what that says about that person is that they're interested in advanced medical procedures that are particularly, you know, like, look, he's, he's, he's providing options there. That means he's gone and gotten that training himself. Um, and that means that he's that active. It tells me he's a good vet. I mean, it tells me he's really, uh, really cares about the clients and giving them the options for their pets uh, so that they can decide. In your opinion, do you see that it will be soon or much later before the Ontario Veterinary College approves CBD for dogs and veterinarians are writing prescriptions for CB, CBD for dogs? Yeah, so, uh, you know, there's so much discussion about this. Uh, there are so many companies out there that are offering uh, cannabidiol products um, without research behind it. I, I find it, um, I, I would think that I do know that there's been one change. The College of Veterinarians of Ontario have allowed people to start to have allowed vets to start to discuss it. They cannot, they are not allowed to prescribe a dose. They don't have a product to order or anything like that. Um, you know, so there's that's, but there was that change that they can now start to discuss how to use these products, maybe a little bit more effectively and, and trending them uh, to dose for effect. Um, so I think it's coming. It's going to take some time though. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we're going to take a short break. Uh, please stay with us. I'm Dave McMahon. You're listening to Dog Talk on 610 CKTB. And uh, Dr. Clayton Greenway is with me. We're going to continue our conversation in a few minutes. Uh, he hosts an, a, a, a very popular radio show called Animal House on News Talk 1010. you got to check out his show. So uh, Dr. Clayton Greenway, coming back with me in a couple of minutes right after this. Thanks, she forgot all about the library like she told her old man now. And with the radio blasting goes cruising just as fast as she can. Well, looks like a new collision on the go right now. QE Niagara, not sure Ontario. Expect a backup on the approach. I don't have confirmation just yet how many lanes are blocked. QE Toronto bound fairly quiet for the first time tonight from St. Catharines over the Skyway all the way into Mississauga. 403 moves well in both directions. So does the 405, 406, and the 420. All looking good and problem-free. A message from Canadian Blood Services. Patients need people across Canada to show up and give. Lives depend on it. 8,900 appointments available this month. Visit blood.ca. I'm Chris McKee, 610 CKTB, Time Saver traffic next in 15 minutes we have a heat warning in effect 
It'll be cloudy tonight. We'll see some showers, a possible thunderstorm below 17, but the temperature rises to 21 by morning. Tomorrow we'll see clearing and starting to heat up. A high 31, the humid X 38. Wednesday, a mix of sun and cloud with a chance of showers, a high of 32. Thursday, a nice day shaping up. It'll be sunny and cooler at 25. I'm Robin Foley for News Talk 610 CKTB. Brr, the lake is still so cold for your dog. The Niagara Canine Conditioning Center has an amazing offer to get your dog swimming now. In May and June, the Niagara Canine Conditioning Center is offering 25% off. Yes, 25% off recreational swimming in their heated pool. Get your dog fit for swimming outdoors this summer. It's great for weight loss, too. Call 289-362-5900 or email info at canineconditioningcenter.ca to book your swim now. Golfie gets it sold. Find out how every Saturday at 2 p.m. Join me, Tim Dennis, and Rob Golfie, sales representative of Remax Escarpment, the Golfie team, for the Golfie Real Estate Show, Niagara Edition, on News Talk 610 CKTB. Why do so many local pet parents entrust their cherished companions to Heartland Niagara Animal Hospital in Niagara Falls and Maine West Animal Hospital in Welland year after year? Simple. It's the way they treat their patients and the people who love them. Both clinics help make pet care affordable and offer financing to qualifying clients. Visit today for your annual flea and tick parasite prevention. For information, visit Maine West Animal Hospital at mainewestvet.com and Heartland Niagara Animal Hospital at niagarafallsanimalhospital.com. This segment brought to you by Maine West Animal Hospital. Now, more dog talk with Dave McMahon. News Talk 610 CKTB. Welcome back to Dog Talk, everyone. I'm Dave McMahon, the owner of Dave McMahon Dog Training Academy in Niagara Falls, Ontario. Happy to be here with you again. And hats off to our Dog Talk radio show sponsors, the Niagara Canine Conditioning Center, the Pet Food Outlet, the Maine West Animal Hospital, and the Heartland Niagara Animal Hospital. Uh, those are the sponsors. And uh, we've got Dr. Clayton Greenway with us. He hosts a very popular, uh, very successful uh, radio talk show on our sister station, uh, News Talk 1010. It's called Animal House. He's been hosting it for approximately eight years. People phoning in, asking questions, getting help. Uh, and that's what he does. He helps people primarily. Of course, he helps dogs. He's a veterinarian. He helps all animals. Um, have you ever dabbled in the large animals, uh, Dr. Clayton? Um, well, every vet does. Uh, they've actually started to streamline vet school now, but uh, when I went, uh, you definitely had to learn all your large animal medicine and surgery as well. I absolutely loved it. I loved going on the farm. Uh, I did an externship at the Toronto Zoo, so I did some exotics work as well. But uh, you know what? There's not a lot of cows in downtown Toronto, so that's where I wanted to live. So I do, uh, I do small animals. Now, would it be a microscopic spay if it was a goldfish or a hamster? <laughs> I can't yeah. let go of that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Okay. I, I always think, uh, you know what? You've got the harder show of both of us, Dave, because the, the behavior questions, I mean, I really... I really think that a lot of veterinarians, I mean, a lot of people don't know that veterinarians don't really get that much training in behavior. And we have to pick it up at conferences and get our own training beyond uh, what we get in vet school. We really just get like one course of it, really. Um, and those are very difficult 
calls. Uh, you know, one of the problems is we got to have quick calls on the radio and uh, yeah. very hard to help people with behavior problems. So it's uh, hats off to you. I listen to your show and you do a really good job of get pe getting people started and getting them uh, on the right track for those problems. Thank you. I really appreciate that. You know, over the years, people have told me uh, some advice that their veterinarian gave them pertaining to behavior problems, puppy mouthing and nipping and uh, the puppies mouthing the hands and nipping. And some people said their vet would tell them to to close the, the muzzle of the dog, you know, with their hand and give it a little squeeze and say, no bite. And I said, oh, God, how's that working for you? If they say, well, yeah. when they let go of the dog's muzzle, the dog's fit to be tied. He's trying to snap at your hand. Sure. And I tell people, don't do that. It's very tender on the bridge of the nose. You start squeezing the dog's muzzle you're going to make them hand shy. And so yeah. that's going to cause a problem. And then a lot of times they're going to retaliate. So when you yeah, take your hand off, they're going to just snap at you and get all pissed off at you. Yeah. The hand becomes a plaything, right? And that's yeah. really what we don't want. That's what the, that's what the kids do with the dogs. And uh, that's, that's how they become uh, really problematic. So yeah, I, uh, you know, I, I'm a big believer in sort of saying, uh, look, I know this much and really here's where you need to go for, uh, real good advice on that. And particularly behavior, it, it's easy. Well, I wouldn't say it's easy to tell people, but you probably have an easier time telling people what to do, but the execution of it is so critical. That's right. And what I've learned in my field as other trainers have learned or will learn eventually on their travels is that not every dog owner is coachable. So you get some yeah. trainers, you get some, uh, uh, sorry, some dog clients, they're very coachable. They want to follow they want to take your advice, and and that's great. That's a walk in the park when you have those kind of clients. But uh, we also still have that that client that's not trainable, not coachable. It's unfortunate because the dog gets the short end of the stick in that situation. For sure. And uh, look, the bottom line is is that for a long time, and I think it's better now, but not totally uh, resolved, is that behavior problems uh, are a big. I want to say killer of animals or uh, behavior problems are also a big reason why uh, animals become dehomed. And uh, that's, yes. that's a really serious problem. Now, I don't want you to give us a big long list, but I'd like you to comment on some breeds of dogs that have the worst health problems right at the okay. forefront of your mind. And, you know, not that we're here to criticize specific yeah, yeah. breeds of dogs, but the people really need to do a little reading and a little educating themselves first. There are some breeds of dogs that are really going to be problematic health-wise. Can you touch on some of these breeds of dogs? Sure. I mean, I always, I love it when somebody calls in and says they just got a bulldog and I'll say, uh, so uh, do you really, do you not like money? I mean, do you have a lot of it and want to get rid of it? Because that's a good breed to have. So, um, yeah, there's there's a lot of breeds that have ill health. And quite frankly, I mean, talking about something like that, um, bulldogs, uh, for instance, you know, they should be, you should line 100 bulldogs up, as I say, at one end of the football field and race them across. And the one that, that can make it, for goodness sake, or comes in first or actually gets there is the one you should breed. I, I think the breeders, uh, they, they breed the one in last place, right? And just because they're probably... Uh, the ugliest slash cutest. So they've got the most smushed up face, the shortest stocky legs, uh, you know, big deep chested, uh, that sort of thing, most wrinkles. So obviously, you know, animals that are, you know, they got, when they're in pad, when it looks like they've been in a car crash, that's not a healthy dog. So you've got 
the brachycephalic breeds, right? Um, definitely, uh, you know, the bulldog, the pug, uh, shih tzu, you know, things that have the really crunched up uh, respiratory system, they get major dental problems. Uh, clearly the dogs with the, the back dogs, you know, the dash and um, again, the uh, French bulldog uh, hits both of those marks. Uh, they get a very significant, uh, co very commonly get uh, intervertebral disc disease. You can go over to the heart disease dogs, uh, sometimes a little less so the Doberman, but certainly the King Charles. Uh, you know, there's, there's a number of dogs that you name a breed and vets will riddle off certain diseases they can get. And I think we largely focus our attention on when, when people buy dogs, they, they buy them for the look. Um, and you know what, at the end of the day, that's, that's okay. Uh, it's ideal to get educated, uh, be a responsible dog owner and know what the issues are. But what I really like, and it doesn't happen as much as I think it should, is breeders really telling people what kind of issues could come from that breed. And I think there's a lot of breeders who say they've they've bred out some of these problems. And quite frankly, I mean, if you look at a golden retriever, uh, you know, and you're thinking about hip dysplasia, you know, just because they've gone and got hips certified by a radiologist and taken an x-ray, you know, I mean, there's a reason they have to do that because they're inbreeding golden retrievers. I mean, if you want hip dysplasia, just do that. I mean, if you don't want hip dysplasia, breed it to a Weimaraner or something and it won't get it. Um, so when you're inbreeding these dogs, you're, you're heightening the chance of those problems. And that's okay because that's what the market wants. I just think people should be educated properly. I think the bad breeders would be the ones that say, my golden retrievers will never get hip dysplasia. Uh, because I've bred that out of them. It's just impossible to do it. Yeah, yeah. What do you think about these breeders that are commanding these outrageous prices? $5,000, $8,000 for a puppy. I mean, it's it's gone crazy. The prices of dogs is yeah. just, you know, through the roof. I mean, I, you know what? That is a really good question because I, you know, at the end of the day, it's a marketplace and um, I don't like the idea in a general way that you're bringing a pet into the family. It's going to be a family member, a forever pet, and you're paying these prices for it. I don't like the way it may be associated with health. It isn't. Um, but the cost, I mean, that's what people are paying. I mean, look, you can go get a cup of coffee at different places and it can be very inexpensive or it can be very expensive. Just depends on what experience you want. And what I think is really the tragedy of this is people don't know that going and rescuing a dog, number one, is just a wonderful way to start off a life with your pet uh, by rescuing it. And secondly, they do incredible work at these uh, rescues now and humane societies. They will link uh, that animal that's history to uh, the family, and they have a very low return rate and that's because they do such a good job so for people who say i want to know the history of that dog i don't want something that's been through certain things um you know what you'll get a, a great matchup at humane societies yeah thank you thank you for that and i really appreciate you taking time out to join us on dog talk and i hope you'll come back i will absolutely it's a blast i really enjoy it Dave. thank you now, for having me. yeah once again tell my listeners how they can check out your radio show yeah, so it's on 10 a.m. Saturday mornings on News Talk 1010 out of Toronto. 
Right on. Dr. Clayton Greenway, have yourself a doggone great night. Talk to you next time. Thank you, Dave. Thank you. Take care. Have a good one. Okay, we'll take a short break. When we come back, we're going to chat with professional dog trainer Nikki Fowler right after this. The lake is still so cold for your dog. The Niagara Canine Conditioning Center has an amazing offer to get your dog swimming now. In May and June, the Niagara Canine Conditioning Center is offering 25% off. Yes, 25% off recreational swimming in their heated pool. Get your dog fit for swimming outdoors this summer. It's great for weight loss, too. Call 289-362-5900 or email info at canineconditioningcenter.ca to book your swim now. Times are tough. Inflation is affecting everyone, including your pets. Pet Food Outlet wants to help with discounts on slightly damaged bags of pet food. New shipments arriving weekly. Save up to 40% off the regular retail price on popular brand names. Pet Food Outlet, 824 Ontario Road in Welland. Open Monday to Thursday, 9 to 7, Friday, 9 to 8, Saturday, 9 to 5, and Sunday, 10 to 5. Visit Pet Food Outlet on Facebook today. Pet Food Outlet, making pets and their people happy. We're still dealing with a collision QE Niagara Brown at Huron, Ontario, block in the left lane. That's causing quite a bit of a backup. Then a new crash on the QE Niagara Brown Burlington Skyway just past North Shore. It's blocking the left lane as well. QEW Toronto Bound completely wide open tonight. No issues or delays. 403 moves well in both directions. So does the 405, 406, and the 420. All looking good and problem free. A message from Canadian Blood Services. Patients need people across Canada to show up and give. Lives depend on it. 8,900 appointments available this month. Visit blood.ca. I'm Chris McKee, 610 CKTB. Time saver traffic. We have a heat warning in effect. It'll be cloudy tonight. We'll see some showers, a possible thunderstorm below 17, but the temperature rises to 21 by morning. Tomorrow we'll see clearing and starting to heat up. A high 31, the Humidex 38. Wednesday, a mix of sun and cloud with a chance of showers, a high of 32. Thursday, a nice day shaping up. It'll be sunny and cooler at 25. I'm Robin Foley for News Talk 610 CKTB. The voice of Niagara. News Talk 610 CKTB. This segment brought to you by Niagara Canine Conditioning Center. Now, more dog talk with Dave McMahon. News Talk 610 CKTB. Welcome back to Dog Talk, everyone. I'm Dave. Glad you could be here with us tonight. My next guest is a professional dog trainer. Please say hello to Nikki Fowler. Hi, Nikki. How are hey, you? Dave. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm going to turn up my uh, my headphones. Can you hear me a little okay? Bit. Yeah, I'm coughing my head off. I don't have uh, I don't have COVID this time. I had it <laughs> once, but did you have it? Oh, uh, it sucked. It really sucked, right? Because I was taking pictures with clients and we didn't I didn't have my mask on. Okay. My daughter gave me heck. She's like, Dad, put your mask on. I'm posting pictures. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, on Facebook, you gotta have a mask. You're standing too close to the people. 
I won't goodness. get COVID. <laughs> as far as I know, I haven't had it yet. So not going wood. <laughs> good for you. Good for yeah. you. So listen, you started off years and years ago um, doing professional dog walking. Yes. And then it kind of merged into professional dog training. So you, you launched your dog training academy uh, in the St. Catharines area. Yes. And how long did you have it going there for? I was there for, I think we were going into our sixth year. Okay, very good. Yeah. Congratulations on that. Yeah. Yeah. And so you, you outgrew that spot. And we from did. what I we understand. We needed a little bit more space. We needed yeah. a little bit more space. And we're running agility classes. So we wanted an outdoor area as well. And so we found a, a great property. So we moved over here to Niagara on the Lake, Virgil area. Okay, that's right. So it's the Virgil area of Niagara on the Lake, much bigger facility now. And so you've got grass, lots of parking. Uh, and let's let's talk about uh, what you're offering now. So you're doing your obedience levels. Yeah, so we do a novice obedience. Um, we're doing what I what we've called intermediate, which is introduction to intermediate. Um, so we do that. So that gets you ready for intermediate. And we have an intermediate and advanced membership that we offer. Um, we're also doing rally obedience classes, puppy social classes, agility classes, brains game classes, lots of stuff going on over here. Yeah, that's good. And is there anyone that you want to acknowledge on your team of trainers or someone who's working with you at the academy that you want to send a shout out to? I mean, if there's more than so one. So I have a great um, co-workers here. So we have uh, Rob, who you know, he uh, he started over at your school with his dog, Athena. Um, and he was just on your show a couple weeks ago. Uh, so he he helps me here with a lot of the classes. Uh, we have Taylor and Maggie who do a lot of the private behavioral consultations and sessions. I have Julie who actually also started out with you um, over there. So she lives in Niagara Lake. So she helps me out assisting classes. And I have Kate who uh, is our agility and rally instructor and also helps us with uh, our, all of our other classes as well. So they're just a great great team of trainers and we all get along and um, we all offer a little bit of something different. So uh, when we do our intermediate advanced classes, um, a, each trainer trains it a little bit differently. And uh, it's, it's great because the students go to the trainer that they appreciate or that they, they like to go to that class more often too. Now, yeah. when you get, when you get people that reach out to inquire much more like myself, they'll inquire, not everyone has been referred. The vast majority has been re referred to us because I've been doing it for so many years now. But if you get someone that, and I know you get a lot of referrals as well. But yeah. If you get someone who's just kind of doing a cold call and they ask you about your training methodology, uh, you know, I'm sure you must get that sometimes. Like, so do you put yourself in a particular camp? Do you say that you're balanced training? Do you say it's motivational training? Like, how are you describing your training philosophy? So um, before I even apprenticed with you, uh, I did an all positive dog training course like a long time ago. Um, then I apprenticed with you. And then I would say we're, we're balanced method is what I call us a balanced method um, where we do use the correction callers, but then we're really leaning towards an engagement uh, method. So using a lot of food and talking and engagement and positivity. So I would definitely say it's, it's a very balanced method. Um, I wouldn't say we're, we're 100% reliable on treats, but we use a lot of treats. Yeah. Um, but I don't make people. I, I, I tell people to use what you think is best for your dog, and we find yeah. a tool. Um, we had a client <clears throat> yesterday who has a 14, 15-week-old chocolate lab. You guy. 
And uh, I said to them, like, let's use a tool that's going to make it successful for you and your dog. And that just happens to be food. Yeah. So, so we're using food for him right now, and uh, he's not ready to go to to the next caller. So, so we use what works for the dog to for us to communicate the best with them. Now, where do you stand with the training callers nowadays? Me, I we use the same as you. Um, so I use my flat buckle, my martingale, my star mark. I don't know if you use star mark now. I know that when I was there, we didn't use it. So I have star mark prong e collar. Yeah, right. I don't use halties. Um, I only use harnesses if a dog is refusing to walk or if yep. they have a, a neck issue. Um, but and I don't use a, a front walk harnesses at all. Yeah, you're seeing so many people buying these harnesses for their big muscle breeds, and these dogs are pulling people down the street. Yes, it, it's it's you know, and then that's why we have the business. Though <laughs> that's why they come to us because they need <laughs> we need the help to. To, so they don't get pulled down the street and they need a little bit more control. And so that's, that's what we're, why we're here, right? Now, your agility classes, do you require that they do a prerequisite of uh, some novice obedience beforehand? Yeah, so they have to uh, complete our novice class or successfully complete our novice evaluation. So if they went to a different trainer, but they want to do our novice, um, they have to completely uh, successfully complete our novice evaluation. Um, we're really looking for a good recall, release command, and sit stay when we're when we're looking at agility because agility is all flat buckle. There's no corrections at all in it. All um, motivation. All motivation, food, um, voice, toys. Sometimes work yep. better for dog than food. So it's a lot of fun. Um, I'm just gonna brag a little bit. So I was in uh, agility competition on Saturday, my second ever, with my Pomeranian Kismet. So I thought River would be my agility dog, but it's Kismet. And we got our first qualifying score. I didn't know if we would ever get there, but we did it. Yeah, it was wonderful. It was a great experience. Good for you, Thank Nikki. You. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah. And thanks to my coach, Kate, for helping me out. Yeah, she went with me. That's awesome. Very exciting. Yeah. It's, it's, it's fun for the owners and fun for the dogs. Fun. Um, your indoor facility, how many square feet? Um, oh, that's a really good question. I would say the, the downstairs is uh, 22 by 60 and the upstairs is uh, 18 by 60. So we got, we got a ton of room in there. Um, the outdoor area is 33 by 66. So there's, we have two uh, training indoor areas and then one outdoor area. Yeah. Now are you allowing people to come and audit classes at this time? Yeah, so I uh, allow people to come and watch my novice. Um, if they want to watch an intermediate, that's okay too. Um, I don't have people come to my puppy social classes to audit just because it's a little bit more freedom for the dogs. There's not much structure there for them to really to listen to. Um, yeah, so if they want to come and watch the classes, they can email me or text me, and we could definitely uh, tell them which class to come to to watch. Very good. Listen, Nikki, we're going to take a short break. We're going to come back, and you and I will continue our conversation so stay tuned. Stay with us. Don't go anywhere. I won't. <laughs> We're coming back with more dog talk, okay, everyone? And Nikki Fowler is with me right now. So stay with us. We'll be back. Hi, Andy here from Philbrook Farm and Garden Equipment. Lawn maintenance season is here, and we're ready to help. With lawn and garden products from trusted names like Steel and Cub Cadet, and service you won't find in any box store. Like full assembly and inspection of your new equipment, maintenance and in-house warranty work, as well as genuine replacement parts. We're ready for lawn season. Are you? 
Philbrook Farm and Garden Equipment, 3315 King Street in Vineland. PFGEquip.com. Times are tough. Inflation is affecting everyone, including your pets. Pet Food Outlet wants to help with discounts on slightly damaged bags of pet food. New shipments arriving weekly. Save up to 40% off the regular retail price on popular brand names. Pet Food Outlet, 824 Ontario Road in Welland. Open Monday to Thursday, 9 to 7, Friday, 9 to 8, Saturday, 9 to 5, and Sunday, 10 to 5. Visit Pet Food Outlet on Facebook today. Pet Food Outlet, making pets and their people happy. Why do so many local pet parents entrust their cherished companions to Heartland Niagara Animal Hospital in Niagara Falls and Maine West Animal Hospital in Welland year after year? Simple. It's the way they treat their patients and the people who love them. Both clinics help make pet care affordable and offer financing to qualifying clients. Visit today for your annual flea and tick parasite prevention. For information, visit Maine West Animal Hospital at mainwestvet.com and Heartland Niagara Animal Hospital at niagarafallsanimalhospital.com. This segment brought to you by Niagara Canine Conditioning Center. Now, more dog talk with Dave McMahon. News Talk 610 CKTV. Oh, you don't want me to sing. You don't. You don't want me to sing. Leave the singing to the professional. Right, you do. Although I do sing in the shower, and I do like watching people doing karaoke, that can be fun, especially if they're hammered. (laughs) (laughs) Nikki, Nikki Fowler is with us, professional dog trainer. She's just opened a brand new, exciting facility in the Virgil, Niagara on the Lake area. She has expanded her business. Are you involved in any, um, the dog walking or pet sitting sort of service? Yes, so I still do boarding. Um, I still uh, board dogs in my home, um, so there, I have requirements. So if people are interested, they can email me, and I can send uh, the list of requirements. Um, and but I'm not doing walking anymore. The walking stopped pretty much when COVID started, um, and then as you know, training got crazy because everybody got a dog. Oh yeah. <laughs> right. Training. Yeah, so is no walking, busy. just the boarding right now for the pet services side. How can my listeners reach you? Um, they can email me at Nikki, N-I-K-K-I, at walkplaylove.com. So the Walk Play Love was actually my original business, um, the walking and boarding. And then the dogs, Dog Obedience and Guidance School is um, a part of Walk Play Love. Or they can text me at 905-650-5422. Awesome. Nikki, yeah. listen, thanks for joining me. I hope you'll come back. Keep up your passion. You're great at what you do, and congratulations on your brand new facility in the Virgil Niagara on the Lake area. Thanks so much, Dave, for having me, and I'd love to come back and, and talk with you again. Right on. Great touch and base with you. Keep up the fun times with the dogs. <laughs> Have a great night. Take care, Nikki. Nikki Fowler, check her out online. Just opened a brand new facility in Niagara on the Lake in Virgil called Dogs, Dog Obedience and Guidance School. Now, they were in St. Catharines for, uh, for quite some time, about eight years, right? Or six years, I think she said. Uh, but then now they've got this brand new facility where they do agility classes. Uh, here it is here, 1027 Niagara Stone Road. So check it out, 1027 Niagara Stone Road. 
brand new training facility for dogs, Dog Obedience and Guidance School. And uh, also you can uh, check out their Facebook page and everything. Go watch a class, see what you think. Agility is a lot of fun for the dogs too. Uh, she'll have to evaluate your dog to make sure, uh, you know, your obedience is up to par. Always fun chatting with uh, Nikki. And you can, uh, uh, here you go, Nikki at walkplaylove.com. There we go. Now, we are going to give away on today's show, and we only have a few minutes to do it. So uh, there's no skill testing question. You're not really any concentration required other than a phone number that you need to remember. So a little bit of concentration. Is there anyone that's interested in winning a $100 in-store credit for the pet food outlet in Welland? This is your chance right now to win a $100 in-store credit for the pet food outlet located at 824 Ontario Road in Welland. If you are the 10th caller, you will win a $100 in-store credit at Pet Food Outlet, 905-688-2582. You have to come on air with me. That's the only catch, 905-688-2582, 905-688-2582. If you want to win a $100 in-store credit, at the Pet Food Outlet, located 824 Ontario Road in Welland, you got to call now, 905-688-2582. Call now. Now, you get to go to Pet Food Outlet, pick out 100 bucks worth of merchandise, free of charge. Absolutely free of charge. Free dog food, free cat food, leashes, collars, Hundred bucks worth of free merchandise. I'm giving it away right now on the Dog Talk Radio Show. It's your chance to win a $100 in-store credit at the Pet Food Outlet, located 824 Ontario Road in Welland. You'll be the 10th caller, and you will win. You have to call now, 905 688 2582 905 688 2582. Let's go to Joanne in Niagara Falls. Hey, Joanne, it's Dave McMahon from Dog Talk. How are you? Hi, Dave. Well, I'm much better now. Thank you. Joanne, it looks like I do believe you could be the 10th caller. Could you imagine? Let me just check. You are the 10th caller. Joanne, you just won. $100 worth of free pet supplies, compliments of the Pet Food Outlet, located 824 Ontario Road in Welland. Congratulations. Oh, my goodness. Thank you so much. I'm so excited. That's wonderful. You're very, very, very welcome. Have you ever been to the Pet Food Outlet? I haven't been to the one in Welland, no. You never tried that place, eh? Wow. No, no. Well, you're going I... now. Now, uh, the owners have trained several dogs with me over the years, and uh, it's a great, great facility, a huge, huge place, tons of inventory, super friendly staff. So, again, congratulations on winning $100 worth of pet supplies, absolutely free, compliments of the Pet Food Outlet, 
at 824 Ontario Road in Welland. And what kind of dog do you have, Joanne? I have a German Shepherd that actually is a rescue from northern Manitoba, and she's two years old, and she's absolutely wonderful. Oh, very nice. Very nice. Well, you'll be able to buy her some nice stuff at Pet Food Outlet. Absolutely. Thank you so much to you, Dave, and the staff. Yes, thank you for listening, and we'll talk soon. Stay on the line, Joanne. My producer, Mr. Greg Campagna. He's going to take your information down. Thanks again to Dr. Clayton Greenway. Check out his radio show called Animal House on our sister station, News Talk 1010, Saturday mornings at 10 a.m. Thank you to Nikki Fowler, professional dog trainer from Virgil, Niagara-on-the-Lake area. Always fun talking to Nikki. Congratulations to Joanne again. She just won $100 in-store credit at the Pet Food Outlet, located 824 Ontario Road in Welland. I'm Dave McMahon, the owner of Dave McMahon Dog Training in Niagara Falls. Thanks for joining me on Dog Talk. It's always a pleasure chatting with you guys. Check out my website. The website for Dave McMahon Dog Training is davemcmahon.ca. Good night, everyone.